0: are now listening to free thought society brought to you by hot words hot topics I am part one of the dynamic duo of hosts Rob is rich
1: and now you're part two of the dynamic duo say lie one yeah. time for your mind two time for your black soul man you catch us every fourth Sunday 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific yeah. Standard Time or 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time man hey it's free thought society
0: tune in tune.
1: Yeah,
0: and we are back
1: again for the fourth Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Free Thought Society, we are back again with our special guest today, Nefertiti Amar. Look, man, we got a dope, 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 dope show for y'all, man. We appreciate y'all for tuning in and being uh, consistent on uh, chiming in with us, man. Uh, Rob is rich. Play My Black Soul, man. We, yes, we've been doing a lot of things since uh, since we last met, man. Uh, true story, y'all. I promise you, I just got off the stage uh, in North Park, California, uh, for the North Park Music Fest. I uh, did my thing, you know what I'm saying? Uh, heavily involved in the community out here, uh, pushing the radio show, pushing the movement, Free Thought Society, man. We're, we're out here in California on the west side, you know what I'm saying? We're on the east coast. Uh, in the South, South Carolina, Atlanta to be exact. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we everywhere, man. We are out here really making things work, man. Um, just just to catch all up. Uh, I've been putting in a lot of work. Um, so is Rob. Um, this Wednesday, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'll be speaking at a press conference uh, for the George Floyd uh, ceremony. Um, and we just got to catch all up, but. We ain't going to have enough time to do all
0: that, man. We're going to thank y'all
2: again in.
0: Rob, man, how you been, bro? How you been, dog? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. Everything is nice, man. It's uh, Sunday. I'm laid back. I'm excited to get into uh, today's topic um, because it's, it's, it's all well needed, you know, and and that's what I love about what we do, man. Everything that we speak on is something that, you know, is a, is a topic that needs to be brought to the surface. Um, and in this particular case, you know, we're talking about how society is oversexualized. And we're posing that question, you know, is today's society over sexualized? And hey <laughs> I definitely think it is. Definitely think it is. What what's your what's your take on that? What do you think?
1: Well we <laughs> man, I had posed this question to a brother today at the uh at the music fest man. I had asked him, um, what was his take on it? I give you my take, and I give you his. Me myself personally, um, you know, sex within itself is uh, it's a spiritual act. Uh, it's, it's for a purpose, with a purpose. Uh, the over, over sexualization of, of today's society, you know, um, I believe it's it's man, it's bad, man, it's bad. We we got kids out here doing the wrong thing. Uh, it's it's not supposed to be. Especially in uh, Western Western culture, uh, sex isn't taught in a uh, in in education. You know what I'm saying? It's not taught the right way. It's just put out there, and whoever you are, whatever oh. you are, you can do whatever you want without following the principles and spiritual rules. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that was created before us, um, and I believe that's that's a uh, a real serious aspect of that. When um, I asked my brother at the uh, music fest this question, he was like, "Man, um, he pretty much said." you know, if we're not over-sexualized, you know, uh, how, how would we create, you know, um, huh. sexes for reproduction? And then he said, if we under sexualize, you know, uh, what does that lead us as a people, you know, with uh, with reproducing? And I didn't have a moment to respond to him. I wanted to save it for the show. But um, mm-hmm. I, I like I you, like it his perspective,
0: I, you know. That's, that's a different perspective, no doubt. It, it is. Indeed. But it always
1: goes it all goes back to it being in its proper place. You know what I'm saying? Who is who is having sex? We're talking about kids or we're talking about adults. We're talking about adults who are responsible with their bodies and their minds. Or we're talking about children if I hear acting like they're thirty five. You know what I'm saying? When when they have other things they should be focused on. You know what I'm saying? especially the young ladies. There's so much pressure on women today, especially young girls to to conform to this image or this likeness of, of a Jezebel, you know what I'm saying? Uh you know, um it's it's a lot and it weighs on the psyche and the mind of, of, of these young women and it, it kinda raises them to who, to who they are today. You know, sex is 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 the new is the new money. You know what I'm saying? Um you know I, I, I that? had
0: first ex- real real first hand experience with that because um I taught second grade for a little bit and um and teaching elementary school, those kids, second grade, they're eight years old, um, seven, eight years old in that in that age range. And, I mean, pff, knew every song. They knew all the nasty dances. Like, you couldn't keep them from learning that stuff because society puts it out there. It's out there. Like, this is marketing. Like, it's in the music. It's in the movie trailers. It's, you know, now man, we didn't have Internet. When, when they were eight years old, when I was teaching second grade, the internet wasn't out like that. So for these kids now to have access to the internet, you got a son. You know what I'm saying? You got, you got three sons.
2: <laughs> yeah, they
0: got access to it, man. They got access to it. They got access to see whatever they want to see. No holes barred, you know, at any time of the day that they want to have access to it, they got it. And that's the dangerous part. And as a parent, as somebody who is responsible you know how do you how do you keep your child from being exposed to this stuff on a daily basis you're not with them all the time you know what i'm saying it's it's hard to keep your child you know guarded from that type of stuff parents and i'm gonna be honest um,
1: you know locked up yeah go ahead i'm gonna be honest man uh I'm, i'm grown we all grown um you know back in the day we had uh vhs you know what I'm saying? Uh we had tapes. You know, we ain't had the internet really the internet all that. We did have the internet, you know what I'm saying? So somebody pick up that phone line, uh
0: hang up that damn phone.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we, we ain't have easy access like children do today, man. So for me, man, um, uh, when I discovered, uh and I'm gonna just be one hundred, man. Uh pornography, uh It was, you know, I found a VHS, you know what I'm saying, laid around and popped it in. It was blank, ain't had nothing on it. So I popped that thing in, thinking it was, you know what I'm saying, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or something like that. And uh, just me being where I'm at now in life and seeing the impact that it had on me as a child and where it took my mind, you know what I'm saying, I can only feel for these children today because it's it's on steroids now. It's everywhere you turn, uh, commercials, TV, YouTube,
0: YouTube, Instagram. I'm like, come on, man, social media? Really? you got girls busting it open that,
2: and That's and my putting thing. Little...
0: Right. The internet, man, because, I mean, yeah, we had TV. I get it, you, you know. But, see, it used to be that the the programming that was adult programming would play late at night. So kids really, yep. if they were watching TV, we didn't, we couldn't even see it, you know. It had to be, like, after 9 o'clock Then like, the real movies came on and they was cursing and stuff. I remember being a kid and the way my room was set up. You know, I had to go to bed. I had to be in bed, you know, like about 10 o'clock. And um, mm-hmm. I remember the way my room was set up. I would lay backwards in my bed with my head towards the foot of my bed. And I would crack my door. And at midnight, Death Comedy Jam used to come on. And yeah, I, remember, yeah. <laughs> I remember being a kid, man, with, my, with the door cracked, you know, in there giggling in my pillow, trying not to make too much noise. You know, while I'm watching Death Comedy Jam And I was, you know, 8, 9, 10 years old And going back to school Telling the jokes You know, like We can't escape it It's it's all about, you know How we're exposed to it And how much of it we're exposed to And like you said, no, it's on steroids, man It's crazy And it's the internet I feel like you have that You gotta, you gotta protect yourself from that internet, man Because anything is, is available It's all out there You know, and Yeah When we talk about being over-sexualized, like something as simple as hearing the lyrics of a song, something as simple as seeing a commercial, something as simple as, you know, watching the movie trailer and people are kissing, you know, in a nasty way. You know, stuff like that, man, it's it's so easy to get kids going. You know, they, I remember being a teacher, man, they used to crack up if you said, but, you know, like, oh, oh, (laughs) what you said but, like, you know, so, like, it's so easy to get them going. It don't take much, man. And being an adult, going back and looking at some of these Disney films that I used to watch when I was a kid, oh, my God. There's a lot of references that shouldn't be in the movies for kids in those movies. And that makes me wonder why, why
1: and who the hell is putting it in this, in, 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 in out there, bro, because it's not coming from me. It's not coming from you. Who? Calling these shots and, and, and putting these sexual images out there, and um, it's it, to me, man, it seems like an agenda, bro. You, you think back, like, well, oh, man, absolutely, I mean, yeah, we can well, say that's that. what we makes right? We can blame, right. we, we can blame the internet, money. but then at the same time, it's we, we got to think deeper than that. Uh, the parents, one, uh, um, uh, and then just media itself, too. Um, where the hell right. are we going cuz it's, it's grown men and women who run these media production companies bro it's grown men and women who make these films and these TV shows and these commercials it's grown men and women that do this what's going on I'm even in the making the cartoons <laughs> what what's going on with them you know what i'm saying like that's the things i think about how do we get here why are we here for what right you know what so that's why are you creating eternal. cartoons like this what is go ahead
0: I was saying that's something internal, you know it's become it, it becomes something internal that you exude outwardly you know when you start seeing grown people uh, trying to appeal sexually to younger people there's something going on internally, and that's how we know there's a mental issue associated with this that's that's how you know yeah. um it it was a different thing you know back in the day, like you had to physically be taken somewhere where promiscuity was happening. You know, you didn't just have the option to turn on your TV or look in your phone and see it, you know, for, for yourself as a, as a, you know, a young adult or a, even an adolescent, you know, cause really adolescents like middle school, that's the time they, they really playing around with the sex, man. That's, that's when they really start getting into it, you know, and start wanting to know more and start getting deeper into it. So, I mean, it's, I don't know, man. I, I think it, there's a way that, that we've got to chart this thing so we can see how it was to how it is and how much damage is done. And the people that have suffered from that damage are now adults, you know, and they're the ones continuing the cycle. That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, man. And that's, so,
1: man, I'm I'm thinking about, I saw a, uh, sorry, uh Tom and Jerry cartoon, man, um uh, a while back somebody posted a picture of uh one of the scenes and uh it was disturbing, bro. Like I never paid attention. Well we didn't we didn't know we was young, we didn't know. Uh some of these sexual uh things that they were doing, man. Uh it was let me we just paint a picture for you. Uh it was a chicken or whatever, and Tom uh, is the cat, you know, um. Mm-hmm. For people that don't know. Um, <laughs> He was he was swinging on the swing, uh, swing set or whatever, I think. and he Or either he was laid across the chicken's knee and he had a strap in his mouth, you know what I'm saying, like on some weird type stuff. And then the chicken mm. was shoving something in his high quarters, man. I'm like, what the hell? Now, this was made in the mm. 60s, bro. Season in the 70s, so I'm like, what? Where did this come from? Ren and Stimpy, there yeah, was man. a lot of shows on Nickelodeon. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, how? And it, as we, it makes me kind of upset and question a lot of things, you know, not that I see it as an adult. Like, first of all, mm-hmm. I can't blame my parents. They they didn't know because we in the same position they, they were in today. A lot of things get slid in subliminally. Excuse I messed that word up. What? Subliminally. Don't judge me, y'all. <laughs> subliminally, it was snuck up under there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we as parents, as adults, man, we got to be more cognizant, more aware of what we see in our children. We just can't rely on giving uh, little John and little Susie an iPad and an iPhone just thinking it's going to suffice. Oh, they're learning educational things right now and they just easily sneak off or an ad can pop up with some boobs or some booty or something. You know what I'm saying? And it's distracting. It's taking them down a whole other path in life. You know, we got to work extra, extra, extra hard as adults and parents and instructors and educators, man, to keep this out of our uh our kids. Uh, eyes and spirits man yeah it's deep
0: and I and I know that there's some people that want to chime in on this so if you're listening and you want to call in the number is 563 999 3742 press option number one to get live on the line you are listening to Hot Words Hot Topics this is Free Thought Society with Rob is Rich and Selah Black Soul yeah, yeah. Hey, ladies. Are you ready for hypnotic focus
3: on you? Hair supplier Explosive Extensions by Audrey has the hair you want and need to bring out your glow and beauty. Order online at www.explosiveextensions.net and get ready for your next new look. That's Explosive Extensions by Audrey. www Dot
0: a good thing, man. I'm actually glad that um, we get to, to really touch on this topic because we don't realize the, the trickle effect that happens with this. Um, you know, just looking up mental health and promiscuity, um, you see that there are some there are some crazy side effects that, that happen with this. Um, like because a woman or a girl gets pregnant while she's in her adolescent years, the, the trickle effect starts where now she's subject to have to leave school early to have and take care of her baby. Now she's got to get a, a job, a, a low-paying job, because she's still young. And so now she's working in fast food or, you know, in a warehouse somewhere um, because she, she's young and she's got to work to to provide for her baby, you know, um, it, it's, a, it's a trickle effect. And now we're stuck in the same, you know, the same type of situation. Now she's living low income, you know, um, getting assistance from the government and, yeah. and trying to, trying to, to form a life out of that, you know, um, like we were just talking earlier about how, you know, being on a budget, you know I only live within a certain number you know if it if it costs more than you know a certain number, I'm not doing it just because it's out- it's outside of my 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 scope of what i'm I'm willing to spend now imagine you know shrinking that budget to where you barely have anything and you're trying to to not only live with yourself but now you're taking care of some somebody else. You know, and and you're gonna take care of them before you take care of yourself. That's real tough. And, and it just creates, if in, it
1: creates said, effect. It's real, it's real, man. Anyone listening out there, make sure you press one to chime in the Free Thought Society, so we uh, we can hear your opinion, your voice. You know what I'm saying? Um Rob, I, I wanna add something to that too, man. Um just as a man. I'm very open, honest, you know what I'm saying, uh <clears throat> because some somebody got to tell that story, man, in order to set somebody free, man. I think about it, too, from a man's perspective, uh, you know, just me growing up. So just, just seeing um, this over-sexualization, in my mind, how it affected me, man. I didn't value women the same as someone who uh, wasn't exposed to a lot of that. Uh you know, what I learned as a child, TV, um, music, it taught me how to not, you know, treat a woman, but, you know, how to use her for sexual, mm. uh, you know, just to, you know, quench my sexual needs and then toss it to the side. And a lot of men, that grow up with that mentality because, you know, they ain't had their fathers so or they didn't have a solid mother in their life. Uh when they come to the realization that damn like this is not how I'm supposed to actually treat women. They're actually people. They have feelings and sex is more than just sex is is it's bigger than that. Man, it's a spiritual connection. It's a it's a bond between two people. And um it's it's a strong connection, man. Whether you out here playing around with it, you just out here just wanna, you know, throw your thing around and, and, and just put it in everything, you know what I'm saying? Soy royal oats so to speak. You know, since consequences and stains are going to come along with that, you know what I'm saying, uh, as a young man, I ain't, I didn't, you know, not saying that I didn't listen, but just being overexposed to what I was exposed to via movies, TV, or music, I didn't really truly think about the consequences uh, because that woman, the young lady who now has a baby, she, mm-hmm. she has a baby because of me now. Because I viewed her as just a sexual object. You know, I didn't value myself. I didn't value her. I didn't have the knowledge behind what I was doing. And I just did it, you know what I'm saying, without even worrying about the consequences until I get hit with the, uh, until you get hit with the, you know, court or the child support. And then boom, Mm. now we create a cycle. You know what I'm saying? This, This way of thinking and this way of living is... Not gonna only affect you. It feels good for for the moment, but it's gonna stick with you for for decades, years. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> yeah, but if you have yeah, yeah. facts, facts, yeah, it's you know what I'm you. saying. Um, and then now you got to think about. First of all, you ain't you're not ready as a parent. So now you brought a, another person into this world. You can't teach them nothing. So you don't know nothing. Unless you grow up really, 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 really fast and you educate yourself and someone you know pulls you by the side, you grab a mentor, and then now you can become a better parent um, and piece in your mistakes. But not, uh, sometimes it's not the case. You got people that's out here to just collect babies, to collect checks, and you got men that just create babies just to do what they do because that's what they value is sex. You know, they value that sensation of it. And um, I, it is a real mental issue thing to me, I believe, wholeheartedly. Um, anything that no, you absolutely. overindulge in, anything you overindulge in, without, and, and I think about the consequences, bro, you got a problem. You know what I'm saying? You, if all you do is drink soda all day because you're addicted to it, guess what's going to happen? You're going to catch diabetes you're going to die. The only thing you think about is sex all day. You're going to have sex with anything and anyone to fulfill that desire, and that's gonna bring on a whole bunch of other things that you ain't even ready for. You know what I'm saying? You ain't even thought about or was even educated on. He's out here all willy nilly like your 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 man parts is you know, is salvageable or you
2: right. know,
1: you weren't chosen to be a man because, you know, for, for a certain purpose. You know, you you have that that tool for a reason to recreate the to uh procreate in a responsible way. And then once you procreate, you, you raise that seed. It's a certain direction that you want to, you know, I, I don't want to get too deep, man. Rob, I know you got something you want to time in on this, man. Well,
0: uh, I, 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 no, I was going to say, like, we we didn't, we aren't even really talking about, when you talk about consequences, especially when we're talking about uh, actually having sexual partners. I mean, like you said, it's an energetic thing. Sex, is it, it can be a very spiritual experience almost magical if, if with the right person. Um, And then there's this, this other side of it that you don't realize, like you, you have these, these bodies on you, you know, you carry these, these people with you, you know, Uh, the the essence of them is, is, is with you. Um, Not to mention physically, you may have contracted some type of sexual disease or gotten some kind of infection, you know? So, and and that's – those numbers are up, way up, you know, in that 15- to 25-year-old range. Those, those numbers are way up, man, you know, than what they used to be. So um, there's a lot that's associated when we start talking about consequences. Um, and then for the – just think about this. For the need for someone to have multiple sexual partners means that they're not satisfied with something. Like they're continuously out there looking, still looking, still searching. They haven't found – Somebody they could be with, and studies show that people that are in long-lasting relationships, they are healthier. They even last longer. They live longer. You know, the the attitude of somebody who's constantly searching and always looking for the next best thing, um, mm-hmm. that they get tired fast. Those people that's die early. You know, because people that you that, can't continue society. living like that. Right,
1: that, and that's what society teaches us, especially uh, music, man. No shade. Uh but, you know, women today let me not, excuse let me let me let me recant that statement when I say women. Uh, uh most or well, some you know, the women that think like this. Like it's all about you know, uh back in the nineties when when you know, uh music was all about the man getting the woman to do and also being, you know, being the chaser and, you know, treating women like like trash now we're in an age where women are here just having sex with anyone and anything to you know to appease them and like where is this behavior learned from and us and why is it
0: such you know what i'm saying because we never satisfied men, men have that about them we we never satisfied we always want more. And to find somebody that satisfies you in all those ways is is, you know, a lot of times what you're looking for. Maybe unknowingly, but that's what you're looking for. Because nobody wants to keep being out here. You know. Somebody that has to find another partner, that, that mess mm-hmm. with your confidence, man. You you can't confidently go out here and thinking that you're gonna get another person every single time. you have to you know, you've got to reanalyze the situation if you're that type of individual that is never satisfied, and you're always looking for
1: the next thing. I mean, that gets old, oh, and you know man, what that next thing? Keeps doing that. The next thing that what they always look be? for is is the big booty, the breasts, the 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 the, the, the supermodel, or for the woman, it's the man with the you know what I'm saying with the, with the Johnson and Johnson, you know what I'm saying with the with a lot of money. But then once they once they capitalize on that and they make their their moves just based on sex, and then that's when you know the inadvertent happens uh you know they, but get they it make it easy like
0: for that. you the the women are, are are you know getting butt implants and, and breast jobs and and the dudes are even dudes are getting muscles implanted like well, come on man like we're <laughs> wow, doing we doing too much yeah we're doing too much man and and you can't say that that's not some type of mental disorder something going on that make you want to do something so drastic um to appease somebody just just to make somebody else it's not even for you it's so that way you could you could get somebody else's attention it's crazy very crazy (laughs) so check this out you want to call in i need you to press number
2: one 999-3742 we're talking
0: Mm -hmm. about is today's society over sexualized and does this lead to mental health issues this is rob is rich Say, La Black Soul, you listen to Free Thought Society. We'll be right back.
2: Hey, hey everybody, this is
1: Liz, aka L.G.D. Poet of My Life, and you're listening to. Say Black Soul, Rob is Rich, Free Thought Society, man. We come to y'all every fourth Sunday. Man, we have a special guest on our show today to tap in and give us her expertise on this subject. Um, this is psychotherapist Nefertiti Amon-Ra of Lotus BHRS Incorporated, based out of Baltimore, Maryland. Yes, Baltimore, Maryland is in a building. Uh, Nefertiti Amon-Ra is originally from Philadelphia. Uh, but without further ado, Nefertiti amon thank you for joining Free Thought Society. We appreciate you, your expertise, your, your subject matter uh, knowledge. Uh, we just appreciate you as being a true leader of the community and and what you offer to the world and uh, America and beyond. Um, Nefertiti, how are you today?
3: Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm great. I'm doing well. I'm doing blessed. I appreciate each of you for um, inviting me onto your platform, and I'm more than willing to share uh, whatever contribution I can add on the subject matter. Again, my name is Nefertiti Aminra, and I am the founder and owner of Lotus BHRS, Inc., which is a, a nonprofit organization that specializes in the treatment of behavioral health and child psychiatry. So thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
1: No problem. I, I appreciate you for being here. Thank you. Uh, I know your schedule is pretty tight, um, and you squeeze in some time. Uh, and we all know. Uh, I'm making everybody aware. That for Ross, her birthday is tomorrow. She's celebrating it, so she's
2: yeah. She yes, took yes, come you. out of
1: her busy schedule to spend time with Free Thought Society, Say La Black Soul, Rob is rich, and uh, you we know, don't take your time for granted. Thank you. Thank Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you. You're very welcome. Very much.
3: You're very welcome. Been, no No worries at all.
1: So tell us, uh, what are your thoughts? What's, what's your expertise on the subject at hand? Uh, let's, let's hear Nefertiti Amin Rao talk.
3: I was thinking um, when uh, I was looking over the topic and um, I was just jotting down some ideas just to so I could be brief. It's so wide um, and so many directions this conversation could go. But for the sake of the time constraints and the platform and you know just giving the listeners something to hold on to without opening up uh areas and not being able to close them on the, at the same time so i was able to narrow down to a few key points that i wanted to touch on i think that uh us as human beings we like to relish in the idea that we are actually um more different that we're different from one another but in actuality we more alike and some of those uh, commonalities that we share as human beings are some basic, uh, fundamental things that we need um, as uh, as beings. And that particularly is wanting to be wanted, needing to be needed, love to be loved, and liked to be liked. So when those fundamental things are not, um, I would say, in place, it, kind, it it puts us on a track of fulfillment and trying to get those things. Um, I would say, addressed or fulfilled, if you will, in some way. And one of the main ways that you can identify where, where, where we are in each of those areas is how we behave. Behavior is a clear indicator of what's going on with the individual. There is no behavior that we exude that exists in a vacuum. It all, it's all connected to a source. And that source derives from a need, an unmet need, when we're talking about uh, adverse behavioral patterns. So any adverse behavioral pattern is coming from an unmet need, an unmet want and an unmet fulfillment that um, we are hoping to acquire through our actions or simply indicating through our actions that we do not have it. So on the topic, on the subject matter of uh, promiscuity, that is no different. So when we're talking about promiscuity and we're um, demonstrating this pattern of behavior, it's indicative of a need, and that need is to be wanted, to be liked, to be loved, and to be needed. It's, it's the, the act itself of intimacy is not the harm or the foul here. It's the pattern of promiscuity that we're talking about, and I wanted to make sure we separated that. I didn't want the listeners to be confused about the act itself. The act itself is very natural for the purposes each of you gentlemen were discussing earlier, and that's to – and and, um, Selah, the brother you were talking to at your music festival earlier, Um, it is to procreate. Quite naturally, so in that sense, it's very natural the act itself, but the abuse of it through promiscuity is indicative of uh, a deeper need that's not being fulfilled. So when we're looking at things and we're trying to identify uh, where these adverse actions are coming from, um, we want to always start with the beginning, the genesis of who we are. So the genesis of who we are begins with our primary relationships, meaning your parents. Your relationship with your parents dictates how you see yourself and the world around you. And your identity is formed as a result of that. So when we go into the world and when we become adults and all that, we're taking with us these things. Now, I'm not necessarily saying you have to be in an abusive situation or you know, some dire circumstance growing up, that doesn't necessarily mean that. You can have both parents in your household, but they can be physically present and emotionally absent. You can have one parent there. You can have step-parents. There's so many dynamics that we grow up with that shapes our ideas. And while society does play a role in uh, contributing to uh, the invitation of sex, I would say, uh, it's how we it's our lack of fulfillment that dictates how we engage that act and how we carry that act um through over the course of our lifespan so in this case um uh, particularly women I had in mind when I'm talking about this, and I know you know the women may jump on me, but you know I can't do too much about that but um that's the sub that's the the gender I'm particularly targeting my um conversation towards uh, women when it comes to promiscuity and how we're approaching it it, it it's it's over sexualized in a sense that um it's abusive we're we're abusing it at um, beyond the the scope of what it's designed for and that's indicative to me as a psychotherapist that there's some emotional uh neglect there of self there's some low self worth there there's low self love there and um, we're hoping to establish it through expressing it through um, promiscuity. There is some reward in um, engaging in sexual activity because it's a release of dopamine, so it's a feel-good activity. So that's self-soothing. It's just in a in a way that's destructive if you're promiscuous with it. So in that case, I would say um, the the oversexualization is definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, or the promiscuity, I would say, is definitely an indication of um, um, a mental health issue there. Now, that mental health issue doesn't mean, I know we're still getting comfortable with the idea in the term mental health, mental illness. Um, we, as a culture, particularly the um, African-American community and the Latino community, and just other melanated cultures across the globe, was uh, hesitant to embrace the idea of mental health in the topic uh, overall. More recently, I would say the last three years, we've gotten more comfortable with um, discussing it. But mental illness itself, I think, is, um, is a topic that we need to address, and promiscuity falls under in that category, to me as a psychotherapist. No different from a substance abuser or, uh, you know, or someone who's abusing substances, abusing alcohol, abusing drugs, we would readily accept them as, hey, there's something else going on, there's something deeper, perhaps you should, you know, talk to a professional. When I'm saying the same thing is true about um, sexual uh, acting out or promiscuity, if you will, a more formal term. So I definitely agree uh, that it is an indication of a behavior uh, deficit and that there's a uh, there's an underlining mental health issue there. Now where it's coming from and all that I wouldn't know as a in, in a broad stroke way. it would be individualized, but definitely as looking at the behavior itself, it's definitely indicative, uh gentlemen, of a mental health issue.
1: Thank you for that, Nifatiti. Um Wow. Uh ladies, fellas, I hope y'all listening, man. Um psychotherapist based out of Baltimore, Maryland. Ever amara Uh she's real. She's raw. Uh, I had a chance to speak to her uh, before the show to get her uh her thoughts on the subject matter and how she feels about it and we shared the share the same sentiments. Um I just want people who are listening there to this to, to, to reevaluate life and look at life a little differently when when it comes to, you know, just yourself or if you have children, you know, what to educate them on and and be aware what you're teaching them, you know, subconsciously, uh and unconsciously, you know what I'm saying? Uh because as a child I, I paid attention to everything. I knew what was going on around me. You know, and then as we become adults, as we become parents, we forget that children pay attention to everything that we do, everything. So we got to be kind of that and and, and and point our children in the right direction when it comes to and educate them first and foremost on what the act, uh, on the act of sex. You know, uh, in Western philosophy, you know, we, we talk about marriage and, you know, doing this and the third. And, and we kind of tend to, we, we do not, we do not educate our children on sex at all, on uh, on uh, Relationships at all. Um, so one thing I do want you all to to leave with this is, you know, reevaluate your thoughts, refine your thoughts about sex and and what it means for a man and a woman. But we're going to return after this break, you guys. Uh, thank What's you, y'all you one
0: homie, Black Karma, and you are listening to Hot Words, Hot Topics.
1: We are back. This is Free Thought Society. I am Selah Black Soul with my co-host Dopus. Rob is Rich. Um, and we are with Nefertiti Amin-Ra of Lotus BHRS Incorporated, based out of Baltimore, Maryland. we renowned psychotherapist. Nefertiti Amin-Ra. Um, thank, thank you so thank much you. for thank being part again. of this show. Um, I do have some me. questions for you, though. I do have some questions for you, though, uh, for the people that may be listening in. Um, let's My question for you is, uh, how do we educate young girls on this?
3: I think that that's a very great question. I think that um, when I was practicing um, therapy before I started Lotus, um, I focused a lot on fulfillment and the lack thereof. And keep in mind, we're trying to uh, reshape or reconceptualize—we call it—in our line of work, our thought process, which is a, 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 a upward, a uphill battle, uh, to say the least. So it's it's True. difficult um, to reshape the thought in getting someone to reconceptualize their idea, um, especially once they already have a self-soothing technique attached to it. Um, so it, when you, I focus a lot, a great deal on fulfillment and and targeting areas that um, that were ex- that expected or needed, and that that individual otherwise still they do not have or don't have enough of, and start building it from there. When we leave the nest, if you will, um, we don't recall everything our parents teach us, but we definitely recall how we feel when we leave the nest, and that begins to dictate um, our decision making, our attitude, and all of that. So I focus a great deal on fulfillment. So I would encourage parents to, um, or anyone who is in a supportive role or a teaching role to uh, young ladies particularly, um, to focus on self-fulfillment and positive self-soothing techniques and really being honest with self. I also recommend journaling. It's important to, we call it mind-dumping. Um, to get your thoughts out there if you don't always feel comfortable talking to someone or you don't have that trusted source mm-hmm. to express yourself to Just basically being able to express yourself in any way um, and, and that, that's organic and, and true and transparent is always healthy as well. So that would be my recommendation in terms of um, educating people on how to move forward. Just being honest with self. Um, and and focusing on areas that are unfulfilled and getting those areas fulfilled.
2: Thank you so
1: much for that. That answer was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I appreciate you so much, Nefertiti. Uh, My second question for you before we uh, take callers. Callers, if you are out there, remember, press 1 in order to get through to the line. You have to press 1. Nefertiti, my second question for you uh, is, do you educate young men and boys on this matter? Or would you, I you say?
3: I, thank you for that, because I think the latter is more, uh, I was going to go there, basically, but you kind of went there for me, but I appreciate that. Um, I would, but right now, uh, my focus is uh, young ladies. No shade, and we'll get to the men, but my focus are the young ladies.
2: Okay.
0: I got a question for you, uh, um, The You said something that, that stuck out to me, and you were like, if there was somebody dealing with this as an issue that was keeping them from doing something in their life where you felt that there was maybe a, a deeper underlying issue, you wouldn't treat this any different than if they had some type of sub- substance abuse. Like,
2: mm-hmm. are the
0: symptoms kind of the same? Or is Like, do you, is there depression and... and and loneliness and that, that type of stuff; those type of feelings are those things like are kind of similar, and how they scope uh, out. The, yes,
3: yes, yes, to your question. Let me start there. Um, it's definitely some of those uh, indicators there. At the at the floor of that is um, an issue with self love, self respect, and self worth, and that derives from unfulfillment. And unfulfillment mm-hmm. derives from your primary your experience with your primary relationships. So all of those issues have you, you you kind of you kind of grow up with these things, and you don't necessarily realize that you don't have these things until you start looking at the indicators through your how you're conducting yourself as it relates to uh, intimacy. That's a clear indication of what's missing in, um, when it comes to self love, self worth, and self fulfillment. So, yes, most certainly um, it's an indication of depression, um, low self-esteem, uh, rejection, abuse,
2: um,
3: just to name a few, just to name a few. I would yeah. say yes to your question with all of those uh,
0: things that I mentioned uh, as a part of that. And so and if I'm hearing you right, then the, the best method that, that you found so far is to actually treat areas that are unfulfilled. And so, okay. So to to find something where someone feels okay, they feel like they're lonely, or they feel like uh, their their confidence is low, um, you you try to treat those areas versus trying to prescribe medicines and things of that nature.
3: Absolutely, medicine don't help with fulfillment, or they're medicine is just it just satiates um, discomfort or temporarily, if you will, but definitely there's not a pill on the market that can help a person feel fulfilled who otherwise do not. Um, So we have to do the self-work, and we have to go through the process of self-discovery to see where those holes are. We have to plug them. There is no way around it but through it.
1: Now I have a question for you. Uh, Outside of the the act of sex, do you see masturbation as a form of sexual promiscuity? Because a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, you know, young, especially young men, if they not, you know, let's be weird, if you're not cute, you're not getting a lot of girls, you know what I'm saying? So they resort to porn and masturbation and things like that. And then that kind of plays a a, it it can get ugly. So what do you have to say about that? it's,
3: It's it's a self-soothing technique and um, because it does release dopamine, so there is some reward there if you're feeling uneasy or uncomfortable or frustrated or anxious, angry or sad. There's some reward in that, so that's what encourages the behavior to continue on, and then that cycle begins. So we want to make sure that we're still dealing with the issue of fulfillment and because that's That's the driving force here. There is something that the person does not feel. And and when I say fulfillment, I'm talking specifically about an individual has an expectation, Mm -hmm. albeit a child, an adolescent, or what have you. They have expectations, expectations in love, expectations in relationships, expectations of parents, to name a few. And when those expectations are not honored, then that's when the unfulfillment begins. So that's what we're talking about is making sure that those holes holes are being plugged uh, in those vital areas that are most important to us and that those expectations we have, which are okay to have. It's okay to have expectations. And then when those expectations are not rewarded, um, that's when the voice begins. Uh, masturbation that's
0: lost victory and you're listening to Hot Words. so much, Nefertiti Amin Ra, for blessing us with your know, presence today on the show. Free Thought Society brought to you by Hot Words, Hot Topics. Thank we you. are out of time. We are out of time. So I, I wish we could keep this thing going because there's a, a lot more that we want to know. Is there a place where people Definitely. can find you and contact you if, if they are in need of something that you can provide? Absolutely, and thank you again,
3: gentlemen, for having me. The pleasure is
0: all mine. Feel free to invite
3: me invite me back at any time. You can check us out lotusbhrsinc.org. That's l o t u s b h r s inc.org. Also, if you are alone and experiencing a mental health crisis, please feel free to reach out to your nearest crisis center to get the support and the help that you need. Let's focus on our health. Health is our true wealth. Thank you for having me, gentlemen. Thank you,
0: Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And that is it, guys. We appreciate you so much for tuning in with us. This is Rob is Rich, Say La Black Soul, Free Thought Society on the Hot Words, Hot Topics Network. See y'all next fourth Sunday. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much, gentlemen.
1: Thank you.